for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Power Partners, welcome to our informational playground. It's Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We are on the airways brought to you under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity. I'm your host, Cynthia Bryan, and we are coming to you live on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel. Well, I hope that you all had a great Easter and Easter week and Passover or whatever you celebrated. I know a lot of people are still on Easter break and enjoying all those uh, fun times. But um, I, whatever you did, I hope that it was fun and successful. The miracle moment for today is brought to you by Be the Star You Are charity. You can visit Be the Star You Are at btsya.org and just know that all of our events are still canceled until I think the world gets vaccinated or whatever happens so um, but consider going to the website and finding out how you can get involved and the miracle moment is by Michael Dell whether you found your calling or if you're still searching passion should be the fire that drives your life's work and I have to admit that one rings true for me because it hasn't ever been about the money. It's always about the passion because I seem to be just really enjoying everything that I am doing. Well, the SAG Awards were on Sunday. I hope that you had an opportunity to either see them or um, live or watch them later you know, on YouTube. I thought it was very impressive that they got through the entire ceremony in one hour and there was a lot of levity and it was exciting and for me having been on the nominating committee and then getting to vote uh, it was interesting to see how my fellow actors voted and I realized that um, you know I I only didn't agree on three different um, categories Um, but again everybody was so great it's not that I didn't agree it's just that I was putting one above the other so I hope you got to see some of the films and television shows that were honored and the people that were in them because um, it you know even in a pandemic it was really some good um, good categories and some good filmmaking well in today's show we are going to be talking about self-love um, and about how to protect yourself from texts that are from crooks. And then also just a little bit about the uh, pandemic and what is a vaccine passport, uh, if indeed we're going to get one. So, you know, you may be skilled at loving your pets or your family or your friends or your or nature or animals, you know, gardening, any of those things. But 
are you skilled at loving yourself? So many people, they, you know, put others first, which is, it's always good to be kind to others and treat others as we want to be treated. But we also have to love ourselves. Is it the same as self-esteem? Yes. It's the ability to accept all of who you are, even the scary parts, you know, all the bumps and lumps and warts, so that you become truly authentic and you no longer hide your fears and vulnerability behind a mask of strength and, you know, pretend confidence. What self-love is, it really means understanding and being able to forgive yourself. We're all human. We're all going to make mistakes. It means being willing to learn from those mistakes rather than trashing yourself because you want to own your power. That's what real empowerment is all about. And uh, self-love means giving yourself acknowledgement, not just for your achievements, but just because you exist, just because of who you are. This is kind of what we mean when we say be the star you are. We want you to love yourself and be the star you are because you are just just by being you. So without unconditional love of self, you're going to be limited. You're going to lack power and you're going to be unable to manifest your full potential. And you won't have that feeling of inner peace or contentment. You might have difficulty actually feeling deep compassion for others without becoming self-sacrificing or even codependent. And you might suffer crippling self-doubt. And perhaps you'll feel a fraud. You know, you'll have that imposter syndrome. Now, we all have a bit of the imposter syndrome. It doesn't matter, I think, even what profession you are in. No matter how good we are at something, we often think we could be better. And I know, you know, I I think that once in a while myself too is like, am I being the best I can absolutely be? So, but we, when you never feel good enough, it's going to be hard to give back to your community, much less to your family and your friends. So having self-love means knowing that you are enough. You not, may not be the absolute best in anything, but really and truly, not that many people are. You just have to give your all to be your all. Now, if you find your self-love meter in the negative, you might want to evaluate where you are lacking and then see if you want to implement a couple of these ideas. You might have some emotional wounds and all of us have emotional wounds. There's always been something in our lives, in our past that have hurt us. And, you know, and people who have done the hurting may not even know they've done it. So we have to change our negative self-talk. Start by recognizing that all of us have a negative critic within us. And that negative critic kind of whispers in your ear and shames you and puts you down. And it usually is a pattern that started in childhood. Maybe it was a parent, maybe it was a teacher, maybe it was a friend, and that morphed into a, um, a constructive critic. So, you know, we, that's what we need is somebody who is constructive. So write dialogues with it and insist that your inner critic becomes a positive critic and not a harsh critic. And then... Ask yourself to have a very loving voice when you talk to yourself because, you know, you wouldn't 
be attacking a friend overdoing something that was just silly or whatever. So don't attack yourself. Identify and change any false beliefs that have been programmed into your subconscious that say that there's something wrong with you, that you're not worthy, that you're not, you know, you're not tall enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not smart enough, whatever it is, whatever it says that you're not enough. Those are false ideas. Those are like rejection ideas. So get rid of those. Those are not truths. They're falsehoods. And you do deserve to be loved and to be happy. Everyone does. It doesn't matter what mistakes you've made. You'll feel unhappy and unfulfilled in life if you do not forgive yourself, talk to yourself with love, and decide to love yourself. So no matter what the circumstances, don't feel like you are a fraud. You know, reframe any mistakes that you have made, turn them into powerful lessons, improve your life, and then act on them. Make a list of all your positive attributes and reflect on them daily. Then your embarrassment's going to disappear because you're going to own your value. You've heard me before on this show say, that with I'm working with clients, I have them keep a journal that's called How Great I Am. And whenever uh, someone gives them a compliment, they write the compliment down in their journal and they do not put any negatives. It's not like I can wash the dishes well, but I spilled water on the floor. We're going to eliminate that, but I spilled water on the floor. It's just, you know, I'm a great dishwasher. So whatever it is, you're going to turn it into a positive and you're going to leave all the the butts out of it. If you are stuck and you need help, then reach out. You know, get a, a coach that is going to support you. Go and have some hypnotherapy. You might need psychotherapy. You uh, might need any kind of um, of counseling, whatever it is that you can tap into that's going to help you heal and grow and develop self-love is going to be very important for you. You will have to create a plan to deal with your setbacks. And that could be meditation. It could be just journaling, as I said already. But you want to heal. You want to heal any negativity. And whatever you decide that you want to do with your life, Make that plan to do it. Now, let's talk about the body. We have to love our body. We have to take good care of it through, you know, healthy nutrition, eating wisely, daily exercise, getting regular dental care, getting plenty of sleep, getting uh, medical care, practicing preventative medicine, seeing that uh, medical professional promptly if you feel out of sorts, or at least getting an annual checkup. These are all really, really important. You want to have a healthy immune system. And so often, that healthy immune system depends on loving yourself. So love your body. You know, if you need some energy work, you know, maybe you can get some massage once if you're in an area where places are open, whatever it is that you need that's going to help you. Um, but make sure to love your body. And it, whatever size you are, it's not that important as long as you feel good with who you are. So just remember that, you know, you are 
in charge of how you think about yourself. You need to also expand your social network community and your activities if you really want to feel good about yourself. So get involved with your community by volunteering. Volunteering really helps build a better world and it increases your sense of worth. And now during the pandemic, there are so many virtual volunteer opportunities that you can participate in. I know here at Be The Star You Are, uh, I have not in person seen a volunteer in what, about uh, 13, 14 months now. But I'm in connection with many volunteers on a daily basis. And we continue to do the work of Be The Star You Are by, uh, by doing it virtually. And you can do that too. And all of that really helps your inspiration and it helps you feel good about yourself. Because when you help others, you're really helping yourself. Learn to lean on inspiring friendships. You know, people in your life who love you are jewels because they see you for your true self and they're not afraid of your passions. They don't envy you. They'll encourage you when you're down and they will affirm a potential new path for you. They are your cheerleaders. So true friends are really, really valuable. Reward yourself by discovering what makes you feel good. I mean, take time to play and to laugh. Um, join others in laughing <laughs> as well. Again, uh, most of us have uh, Zoom fatigue from all the Zoom encounters or maybe even you know FaceTime fatigue or whatever. But in any case, um, do make sure that you reach out to people that you care about, that you know that are on your side. And, you know, talk about talk about cooking or bird watching or films or or uh, animals or what you're going to do when borders open again and you can travel also make sure to grow spiritually i'm not talking about religion i'm just talking about a spiritual path that connects you with a higher uh, you know a higher power something that's going to help you feel totally loved accepted and just perfect the way you are in other words just spirit. Um, You want to think about at least three things a day that you're grateful for because gratitude is central to self-love and be grateful for yourself. That is really critical as well. And listen to your inner guidance. You know, I call it my my gut speak. Uh, Some people call it their higher self, their inner advisor, their inner healer, whatever it is, but it's just my gut. And I find that this is a very wise, loving, and supportive part of me. And when I get a gut feeling about something, if I don't follow it, I'm, it seems 100% I'm wrong. So when you have this gut feeling or you're that inner voice, you know, answer that question. Let it guide you to increase self-love. Listen to it. And you might journal about it, meditate about it, whatever. But as your self-help, self love grows, you're going to find your life transforming in such marvelous ways that you can't even imagine. Like um, the Desiderata says, you are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. So just remember that you are lovable and loved, and the most important love of all is self-love. 
So I'm Cynthia Bryan, and you're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network. This is a lifestyle program of empowerment, and I hope you'll continue joining me for our second segment when we come back from break. Be the star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show Well, we're back, and I am Cynthia Bryan, and we're coming to you live on the Voice America Network. And it was just announced uh, in the last couple of days that for the vaccine, there will be um, boosters coming up because just like the flu virus, it mutates. And as we've already seen uh, that's been going on across the world is that – there are already several uh, mutations that have happened, the Brazilian mutation, the South African, and the, uh, the one that is in England. So booster shots are actually additional doses of vaccine that are either given to pump up decreasing immunity or to fight against a new variant. And there are several new variants. You know, it's like tetanus vaccines require a booster every 10 years to build immunity towards an illness, while people typically only need one series of measles shots, and you get those in childhood. But the flu must be boosted every year, and it's not because that your immunity from the previous shot is fading out, but it's because the virus has mutated and changed enough that last year's protection doesn't work. So, Evidently, this COVID virus acts more like the flu virus, and we're seeing new variants emerge, uh, which is going to um, make certain that we're going to have to have a, to have a booster. Now, it's not certain when those are going to be ready, but it sounds like uh, Moderna and Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson are already 
working on a booster and um, they're continuing. They think that the vaccine offers protection six months after the second dose, but scientists expect that the immunity is going to mix extend at least to a year. But um, if these emerging new variants really change a lot, then it's going to mean there is going to be a booster. However, they say that the beauty of the mRNA vaccines is they're so easily modified. So uh, I guess Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, they are all looking into creating do uh, booster doses of the vaccines now. And then maybe at, right now they're saying that if you had a Moderna, you'll get a Moderna. If you had a Pfizer, you'll get a Pfizer. If you had a Johnson & Johnson, you'll get a Johnson & Johnson. But there are many companies that are working to do a mix and match and maybe even a pill. So, you know, it'll be like taking an aspirin that you'll just take an aspirin and and you'll be good to go. So that that sounds really good, not having to go anywhere just to be able to take a pill. But what about traveling? I, you know, I know I've got, I having not been anywhere for you know, how many months now, um, it's, <laughs> it's such a long time. I definitely have the travel bug. I mean, I was supposed to be in working and um, traveling in Eastern Europe if, at the end of March and April. In fact, at this time last year, I should have been in Prague. Um, and instead, you know, I had to cancel everything. I definitely, I'm itching to go. But many countries, including Western Europe, still aren't open to you as tourists. Um, the cases are rising in most areas, especially like in Italy. And a lot of places are retreating back into lockdown. And um, we still need to social distance and wear a mask for the foreseeable future. So we don't really know what the future holds. Now, um, our, here in California, our governor announced that mid-June, all of California is going to be open as long as the hospital rates can stay stable, stable or go lower. Now, you know, who knows what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks because, uh, because of spring break, um, many states have seen a surge of um, of the pandemic, of the virus, which is still not good. And moreover, the CDC, which recently eased restrictions on you know, small gatherings, is continuing to counsel against traveling, even for people who are vaccinated. And that's because there's still a risk of getting and spreading COVID while away from home. But the advice could change. And according to a spokesperson for the agency, as more people are vaccinated, and I think it's up to 150 million in the U.S. now, have already had at least one dose. Um, and as the CDC or scientists learn more about how the vaccines work in the real world, travel will resume um, because people are definitely, <laughs> they want to be road warriors again. But uh, here are a few things to keep in mind. Where can you go? In most places, the rules haven't changed. Only a few countries are letting U.S. visitors bypass testing and quarantine rules if they've been vaccinated. And among them are Belize, Iceland, the Seychelles, and the country of Georgia, and of course, Mexico. Now, 
I was reading this morning, it was interesting, that many uh, resorts in Mexico are now bringing in their own testing sites on site at the hotel. And some are even offering you free quarantine if you test positive. And they'll give you free meals, non-alcoholic beverages, and a place to stay, which almost encourages anybody to hop on a plane and go down there and have two weeks of quarantine, although hopefully you're not sick. You know, that would be if you're sick, I wouldn't want to end up in the hospital. That doesn't sound good. But if you're just, if you test positive and you're asymptomatic, mm, wouldn't be so bad to, you know, to just be in a beautiful resort. Now, Thailand has said it will lift its mandatory quarantine restrictions um, in the third quarter of the year for travelers with proof of vaccination. And even if your destination still requires a recent negative test, being vaccinated is going to greatly reduce the odds that you'll test positive and end up in quarantine. So you've probably heard about this vaccine passport that has been passing around lately. Now the race is on to come up with a standardized all-purpose mobile app that will let people summon your health data from vaccinations to tests just with a tap. But it it's um, it's still a little bit new. Um, none of the existing options are better than the other ones. And most of the tech companies that have partnerships with airlines I like the travel pass that was developed by the International Air Transport Association, which is already being test driven by big airlines like Emirates and Singapore. But maybe there will be an app soon on Apple devices. That it's a possibility. There might be a common pass or a verify backed by United and American, respectively, among other airlines. And all of these basically work the same way. They give you proof of immunity in digital form that um, just makes it, you don't have to show a paper document. Now, some people might prefer an analog version to having multiple health apps on their smartphones. I mean, the best thing would be if you could have one app so you don't have to have all these different apps for different airlines, et cetera. But until such uh, concerns about um, sharing health data online, are ironed out, it's maybe the best thing we can do is laminate that CDC card that you get when you leave the vaccination site so it won't disintegrate in your wallet. Now, if you are inoculated and your kids aren't and you want to travel, there really is no currently approved vaccine for under 16. Like this week here in California, Anyone 16 years of age and above can get the vaccine. And I know many states already, they already have that going on. And for some travel suppliers, including a few uh, cruise lines, minors traveling with a parent might be exempt from vaccine requirements if they have a negative test. So you'll just have to um, have to ch check all of that out because we don't, you know, again, we don't know what the what the future holds. It seems like every day that you listen to the radio or watch the news or uh, or read something in the paper, there's something new that's happening. But until we really have a handle on it, uh, you know, if at all possible, 
social distance, stay masked, wash your hands, and I am a proponent in getting vaccinated. And of course, it's a personal choice, but I believe, um, I really do believe now that it's a choice that can help um, everybody because even if you're not sick, you don't want other people to be sick. So um, if you're talking with your doctor, are you being honest with your doctor? Whether on purpose or accidentally, uh, many patients stretch the truth to their health care providers. Uh, there was a survey found that one-fourth lie about how often they floss their teeth. And uh, one in ten smokers don't tell their doctors that they even smoke. So no matter what your motivation, when you leave out details or you just flat out fib when you're on the exam table, it doesn't earn you extra points because it can really harm your health. So I wanted to share with you the four times that are very, very, very important to tell the truth. So the first one is, you know how you check in your health box and it asks, do you smoke? And there's usually, you know, do you smoke? Is it how often? Or I have never smoked or don't smoke. And the other one is I don't drink much alcohol or I don't drink alcohol. Now, you might fear that your doctor is going to judge or shame you for the behaviors, but your treatment may be based on your habits. So some medications interact with alcohol or tobacco. If you don't tell your doctor if you are drinking alcohol or smoking, you might need a different drug or dose or what he or she prescribes may not work. And if you decide to quit or cut back, you're going to find that it's going to be easier with a doctor's help. So um, on that questionnaire, when it says, you know, how many drinks do you do you have a week, a day or whatever it is, you know, be as honest as possible because it's going to help you in the end. The second one was is um, if you're going to go get a second opinion, it's great to let the second doctor know and the first doctor that you're going to get a second opinion. By saying, I haven't seen any other doctors, that is not a, a wise choice for you. If you're planning to have surgery or any other major treatment, your doctor may even supply the name of other physicians to consult. And if you see multiple health care providers on your own, you want to share the details of your treatments, your tests, your medications, and that is going to avoid any dangerous interactions. You'll also be able to compare apples with apples. Um, the third one is about exercise. And this is just so true. Uh, you know, we're often asked how often we get exercise. And if you say, oh, I exercise every day, but you really don't, again, you may be hurting yourself by telling that lie. Physical activity acts as a powerful medicine. It reduces your blood pressure, your blood sugar, and your cholesterol. And your doctor needs to know the details of dosages that they might be giving you for any prescription. And if you are saying or you, that you are sweating daily and your blood pressure is still remaining high, she might write you a prescription for a medication, but by fessing up to skipping your workouts, you can work together on a fitness plan, and then maybe you won't even need the pills. And what about 
eating correctly. I mean, are you eating your fruits and vegetables? When you tell your doctor that you eat, you know, mostly fruits and vegetables and you don't have too many red meats, again, you may not be doing yourself a favor. Many Americans admit to falling short of the recommended four to five cups of fruits and veggies daily. And that doesn't even count those who artificially inflate their salad plates because they remember incorrectly or they want to just appear healthier. So again, um, a recent study suggests that doctors can one day test your blood and they'll be able to tell if you really did consume fruits or vegetables um, that day. But in the meantime, you have to track everything you eat for a few days so that you can give accurate answers about your intake and then you can get the best advice about improving it. Now, uh, here is what people are lying most about. 27% say they floss more than they do. And you know, when I read that, I tried to think to myself, because I am such an, I'm so careful with my teeth, and I, I brush several times a day. But it's true about flossing. I don't always remember to floss every day. It's not that I don't remember. It's that I just don't take the time to do it. Um, 800 number of daily calories is the amount of calories that people don't admit to. Now, I have no idea how they know that unless they are tracking their calories. But I could tell you that I did eat potato chips today. And I do like potato chips. Adults said they did more than 100 minutes of vigorous exercise per week. But fitness trackers show they did none. Now, one of the things that I have a... I have an Apple watch that I wear, and I, I really, the only reason I like it, um, because I'm not really a watch wearer, is I like the fact that it has my, you know, I can push a button and I can see how many steps, how much I've stood, how much I've sat, all of that. And it actually does remind me to sit, to stand, to do all of those things. And so that I I have I have really liked that. And what I have found over the last few months is that it's a rare day that I don't get at least ten thousand steps in. And sometimes it goes up to twenty five thousand steps because I'm pretty active. But on um, and then on the days that I'm not so active, it's still usually around seven or eight thousand so I it's not too bad it's not too bad so here are healthy goals you want 30 minutes of moderate exercise most days of the week you want to at least have two cups of fruit daily and two to three cups of vegetables daily and no cigarettes and if you aim for these that's really positive but, you know, if you fall short, you fall short. So I, we don't want you to worry about it. And I think if you have, if you include a big salad without too much drippy dressing in um, a meal every day, you're going to hit your requirement for vegetables. And then, you know, have a tangerine or an apple or some kind of thing, something like that as a snack. And you will... Um, you will you will do well when you do that and you will hit all of your things so all right um oh i know i wanted to just give another thing about um a resolution on eating better so some people aim to eat better others 
always aim to exercise more. But, you know, we have to always consider a new resolution to benefit our health. And so maybe that should be cleaning up your medication routine. If your doctor prescribes treatments to improve your medical problems, sometimes these remedies only work if you take them as directed. And when they're used incorrectly, some drugs become worthless and they could even become dangerous. So the more medicines you take, the more crucial it is to keep control of your regime. And you have to start by making sure you understand what each treatment does and how to use it. And always ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. And take down the information so you don't forget the answers. Now, if they get medications, once you get those drugs home, read the labels carefully, store them in their original containers, Take them according to instructions, even when you feel fine, because you can't always detect the beneficial effects, such as lowering blood pressure or curing an infection. And if you have problems taking your drugs properly or you feel worse, call your doctor right away. That's really, really important. And don't stop taking a drug without talking to your doctor. Don't skip doses. Don't share your your RXs. Don't save extras for another time. Don't split pills unless you're told to do so. And don't take them in the dark where you can't see. So make sure if you're taking antibiotics that you take the whole course, even if you feel better. If you have any side effects to anything, make sure to talk to your doctor. Refill prescriptions early so you don't run out. And always do it at one pharmacy if possible so that there's not a confusion. Um, And keep your medications out of the sight of children locked up, kind of like guns. You know, that's important. Well, you're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We're going to be back with a business fight. And then we're going to talk about frauds in text. Don't go away. Be the star you are. The star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. What can we do to protect our businesses from internal fraud without destroying employee morale? Most fraud happens in small businesses that lack sophisticated controls. Two key elements are to separate the duties and to stay involved. Don't put individuals who have financial difficulties in charge of money. Be cautious of the employee who never wants to take time off or have a vacation. Establish a system of checks and balances so that cash and checks are deposited directly into the business account. Try to at least review your bank, uh, your bank accounts to make sure that they add up. Add some point in your business life so you'll be able to deal with employee dishonesty But if you're aware of the dangers, you can find solutions before you have an expensive problem because fraud does happen. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's CynthiaBryan, Bryan with an I, dot com. Be the star you are. 
The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is called. Well, we are back. I'm Cynthia Bryan, and you're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. So we know that we get all kinds of spam and scam phone calls. You get phishing on emails. But the the newest thing, well, it's probably not that new, but it seems to be getting worse, are texts where crooks are using phone messaging to steal your information and your money. And it has really become a a really big, expensive deal. There's something compelling about that ping, you know, when you get that text message on your smartphone, you wonder, you know, is it your partner? Is it a friend? Is it um, a doctor? You know, or, you know, it could be a a business or a job offer. But Increasingly, it's a thief. (laughs) So scammers are using text messages the same way they use the phishing emails. And it's critical that people recognize the danger of clicking on a link from people they don't know who are sending text messages. For example, I got a text this morning um, alerting me to a package that has arrived that I just needed to click on. But of course, I could see that the phone number, I have no idea who it is. So I don't do, I just delete. But from a criminal's perspective, texting makes real sense. If you call a phone number, you need the person to answer before you can make a pitch. But with a text, your script pops up immediately. It's unfiltered. And people are so used to answering texts. I mean, I know that I have sent a text and somehow it's auto-corrected and somebody might just respond with, huh? You know, like, what, H-U-H, question mark, what does that mean? Well, when you get a text from a spammer, you might feel like you want to do that as well. But we have to be more cautious with the text that we read and respond to now. There's a psychological hook that's built into text. Because most people just don't text random strangers. So when you get a text message, you think it's from a person 
uh, or an organization or your business. It's, it's from somebody you can trust. That's what you think. But texting scams use bogus offerings. Sometimes it's a big name brand to get you to pro- provide your username, password, or credit card. For example, a recent swindle promised a $700 pandemic rebate from a major phone company by just replying to the text with certain information in order to receive it. Well, the scammer can then use that info to steal your identity, order products, and drain your bank account. And I've had all of these texts. I have had fake texts that have supposedly come from banks, banks that I don't bank at. And so that's how I knew that they were frauds. You know, it would say, your account is overdrawn. We'll waive the fee if you let us know now. But the thing is, is I don't even have an account at that particular bank. So it was very, it's interesting. So we just have to be really cautious. But had, you know, had I had, had it been from a bank where I do business, you know, I might have had to think twice. And if it had caught me in an off time, you might just click quickly, you know, so we have to be careful. Now, complicating the issue is that so many legitimate companies and government agencies are using texting, although you first got to give permission for them to do that. But it's hard to know who's legit and who's not. Now, it's easy for you know, the tips to be, well, keep your phone number to yourself. Uh, that's true, but I, but a lot of the scammers, they just go through lists and they just, you know, they will just text or call according to lists. Now, it's been recommended to take your phone numbers off sites like Facebook and don't give them out on social media to anybody you don't know and probably even take them off your website and all of that. If you get a text from anyone outside of your circle of contacts, lurk for red flags like mix, um, like um, misspellings or um, spacing issues. For instance, the uh, United States Post Office, USPS, the text may say it's from UPSS. You know, so you may think it's from UPS or you might think it's from the United States Post Office. Uh, I had one the other day from, um, and it was actually my hairstylist who I've had for years who lives in, who moved to Southern California, who's in the movie business. And, but when she got married, she changed all of her information. And so I got information. This came from her old name and her old number. And it said, get in touch with me right away. And so somebody, you know, I don't know who it was. I obviously, I didn't even respond because I knew that it wasn't her. Ask yourself if an offer sounds too good to be true. If you are offered a free gift, for example, go to the company's website to see if that promotion even exists. So don't click on the button. Instead, visit the website itself and by, you know, type into good search or Google or Yahoo, whatever, if you don't know what the real website is and find that you need to validate or eliminate, delete all the text that you can't verify. If it looks like a message that's from your bank, don't call the number that they give you in the text 
go to your statement or your online account and call from there. Or if it's supposedly your credit card company, always just call the number on the back of your card and just get in the habit of never, ever calling back a text that you don't know about and don't call the number that's in the text message. And if you realize you've given out sensitive information via a bogus text, then you have to probably tell your bank that there's an increased risk of fraud with your account and you should put a credit freeze on your credit report. So here are a few examples of scam texts that um, were compiled by the Watch Network helpline staff. So this one says, notice, grants are available for financial assistance this year. They don't need to be paid back. Tap now to apply here. You know, and that one really sounds good because there are a lot of grants out there. Like right now, um, we have applied for a California state grant and you do also have to give them your phone number. So you will, you know, you get a text that says it's from them, but you also get an email. But even when I do that, I only go to the website where I first applied for the grant. So again, don't tap. So here's another one. I'll just use my name. Hello, Cynthia. Did you get my last message? Are you still interested in this virtual job? Well, that sounds great, too. I mean, we're in a pandemic. Everything is pretty virtual at the moment. So if somebody's offering you a, a job, especially like for somebody like me, where I'm doing coaching and I'm doing a lot of virtual um, a, a virtual work, whether it be writing or acting or, you know, being on the radio, whatever it is, it's virtual. Uh, that one, you know, you may wonder, okay, now who is this? But don't, don't respond. This is another one that was from a DMV. Action required for my DMV. The real ID requirement will soon be mandatory for all domestic travel. Update your mailing and contact information for expedited compliance with new ID regulations. Visit and then you're, you're told to respond. Well, that real ID requirement was supposed to be mandatory by last October 2020, and now it's been extended to October 2021, but I already hear uh, rumors that it's going to have to be extended to 2022 because so many of the, of the DMVs are not even open. So if you were to click on this, you would be giving all the information that somebody needs to steal your identity, to order things, and again, to probably drain your bank account. And then here's one that's interesting. Uh, hello, Cynthia. Let Budweiser Beer put our logo on your car, your truck, your bike, your boat, or, and you will make 900 US dollars every two weeks by driving your daily routine. Apply through this link. Now, again, if most people have been out of work for, for months, if not a year. And wouldn't that be fantastic if all you had to do is put a sign on your car and you'd get paid 900 US dollars uh, every couple of weeks? You know, so these fraudsters are making it sound very lucrative. And it's, it's 
difficult. But when in doubt, leave it out. So just delete, delete, delete. So don't keep those on your phone because you might at some point, you know, when you're not least expected, you might click on it when you didn't mean to. So stay safe and stay away from um, from these texts that lie. Also on emails, you know, if you get something from PayPal telling you to log in to your account, um, and you haven't used it in a while, just don't do it. Always go to the website. Scammers use the names of common payment and retail sites like PayPal and Amazon to trick you into providing account login details and your financial information. And if you have any doubt about the legitimacy of an email, just don't take the risk of clicking on it or any links. Instead, visit the known URL, okay, like Amazon.com or PayPal.com, then log in and check there for messages. So thanks again for being with me every Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Voice America Network, where we come to you live, and we try to bring you lifestyle information that can help your life and make you um, make you better. For more information about Be The Star You Are, Visit be the star you are.org or btsya.org to uh, find out about coaching or anything from Star Style. Go to cynthiabryan.com, B R I A N. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, entertain, and educate. So see beyond your physical being. Know you already are the star you dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment. And visit our Star Style store at starstylestore.net to find any of the books that we have written that benefit Be The Star You Are charity. It's a way to, to get something new and give back. And until next week, when we celebrate together, once again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to love yourself and be the star you are. Be your own unapologetically authentic self. Make it a great week and be back here on Wednesdays, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for being with me. Be the star you are, the star you are, be the star you It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.